I know certain friends who aren't coming to the wedding or hen, not a hen do, because of social anxiety. Which but there has been times where it's been too much and I couldn't even leave the house. I don't want to waste money now because we've got a baby on the way. Getting married, I'm thinking, what's the point? Biggest judgment that you face in life is judgment of yourself. Next no, week, wedding stuff. we will be Mr and Mrs for proper... up everyone yes we are back danny and sophie mailan mailin nearly um for our mental health gym session this week so as we are in the build-up to our wedding we want to talk about social anxiety because we know so many of you suffer from social anxiety or you've had periods in your life when you do i know certain friends who aren't coming to the wedding or hen not a hen do because of social anxiety, which yep. I totally accept. Sometimes you have to push yourself out of your comfort zone, but sometimes it is just too much. It is, isn't it? it is. I've had situations when, when I've been down and I've had issues going on, and, and, and the same recently as well, to be honest. I've had a, a few difficulties at home uh, with, with my kids and change and all this, and I've just not wanted to do anything. I've not wanted to, and it puts a bit of stress, and it's like, I think what you've got to remember is when, like, your friends and your family, they'll say to you, oh, we've got a barbecue going on, there's a party, there's a wedding, there's a birthday, there's this, there's that, the other. Sometimes it can be very difficult for people just to get motivated. Definitely. And I think especially when you're an entertainer or you're a leader or you're in the public eye in some capacity. There's an expectation as well, isn't there? Definitely, that you're going to be the life and the soul of the party, that you're going to be the chatty one. And and whilst it's lovely that people see that of you, often that's not the real you. So no. I gave a talk at Yorkshire Businesswoman event this week and people are like, oh, how can you broadcast to millions or go live on the news or do all these documentaries? But actually, for me, stood in front of like, 100 real humans that I could see, I was more nervous about going up to individuals and chatting to them. Luckily, after the talk, people came up to me. But you'd never realise, because I put on a bit of a like, oh, hi. And even inside, when I'm nervous, I'll still do that. But I now know to push myself out of my comfort zone. But there has been times where it's been too much and I couldn't even leave the house. Yeah, yeah, it's it's... I've I've had it with myself and I've had it with friends as well. And I've even had it, do do you know what? It it even affects your kids as well. I think it's one of those things like social anxiety. And it's like, especially with kids now as well, they go to school and obviously parents are struggling these days to pay for basic things. Sometimes just basic school uniform shirts can be a bit of an issue. But then when you've got kids that have got designer coats, then after school they're out and somebody's got 20 quid and somebody's got five pence. It's difficult and it becomes socially awkward. So it's how do you deal with that? And I think, again, it's it's a key thing for everything to obviously talk to people and let people know how you're feeling and talk about your situations. But when it, when it becomes socially awkward, it is awkward. It's difficult, isn't it? And I, I know a lot of my friends who suffer from it. To other people who wouldn't know, they actually probably come across quite rude. I'm the opposite. I kind of mask it and will really go for it and be really loud or 
really out there whereas they're the opposite they'd actually seen people think oh she's she's got a face like a slapped bottom um and and actually i know what they're actually going through but what i found is it's like one step at a time so i remember in lockdown i had a lot of stuff happen and a lot of abuse at my doorstep and i was scared to go out i was embarrassed of anyone ever seeing me so i just had to literally go out on a little tiny run, knowing that I could run not too far and just run straight back. Yeah. And those mini little steps where I had to just start going out again or getting someone who I trusted who could take me out. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. Sometimes you, you get that worked up that you need somebody there to back you up, don't you? And, and I've had that. And it's like, I think, like, for me, from past experience, it's, you know, the people's perception of other people's view of life or the way you should be. So, for example, the way you should look, the way you should dress when you're out in public. So there would have been a time, or there was a time in my life when uh, I thought, I can't go out if I've not got a designer T-shirt on. I've got to look look the part, do you know what I mean? Now, I love these six quid next t-shirts. They fit me like a dream. They wash well. They look good. And some of them, sometimes, they look better than designer ones. But I would have never in a million years, if I look back, what I've been wearing over the last couple of years, I would have never put on. So the rate my takeaway gear that I wear. So it's like yesterday, I went out all day. And I've had a custom, and I had these t-shirts made for when me and George and Summer went to uh, Orlando last year. And we went to... Uh, we stayed at Universal Studios, so I had three T-shirts made. I had a Harry Potter one. I had a uh, like one with all the Universal characters on, uh, and then I had a what, the other, what was the other one? I think it was like a, a, a Iron Man and all that kind of stuff. And I would have never worn these kind of things because, you know, I thought to myself, oh, that's the kid stuff. You know what I mean? People will be looking at me funny. I've slap break my takeaway logo on it and I love them and I'm wearing it all day yesterday and people are coming up saying wow that's a right shirt that pal and I'm thinking to myself if I didn't have that break my takeaway on it would people be thinking what's he wearing I don't know I don't know like Avengers and all that kind of stuff it's a bit like um, a safety net I guess yeah because but I'm it- not what I'm trying to say is, is I didn't feel awkward in it I didn't feel I put it on and it's like yeah it's my work top it's, it's advertising my business. It's it's what I'm all about. Me being wacky, weird and wonderful. And I think sometimes that's what you've got to do. Take a step back and think to yourself, why do you want to look like that? Why do you want to be like this? When you're out socially, what does it really matter what people think? And I think that's what's been so refreshing, meeting one another. Because we are both wacky, weird and wonderful in what we wear. And oh, you are, like when, <laughs> Whenever you've said um, to me, oh, what do you think of these shoes, night ticks with pizzas around them? Or, <laughs> or your Avengers tops. And I'm like, oh, yeah, brilliant. Because I just think I love you, people who are being unique. I'm wearing them out tonight. So I'm going out tonight on, on, on my stag do. Well, it's a stag, not a stag. And uh, I'm thinking, oh, and, and again, do you know what? I actually, I did, I, I had that moment again yesterday. So I went into a designer shop and I got myself a, a T-shirt only because it was cheap. But I was looking at shoes. Now, I, I'm, I've not bought no trainers or shoes for about six months. And I, I used to buy them every two or three weeks. I'd buy a new pair of trainers or something like that. And it's it's been really like grinding on me, but I, I don't want to because I know I've got, 
I don't want to waste money now because we've got a baby on the way. Getting married, I'm thinking, what's the point? And I'm in this shop yesterday and I saw all these shoes and I picked these shoes up. They were like 450 quid and I thought, no, nah, I, can't, I can't buy them. And that that kit baby's room out that. Can't buy them. So it's, it's thinking logical again. So I'm thinking, so what am I going to wear tonight? And I don't want to wear them because I've worn them last time I went out. So I'm thinking, I'm going to wear my pizza shoes. And if they don't let me in nightclub, they don't let me in. I'm not bothered. It's their loss. They're not going to get my 18 quid for one pint. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But again, it's like with that, I would never have worn out like that. Do you know what? But what I wear could make somebody else socially awkward. That's the thing when you're talking about it. Sometimes other people, they'll go look at somebody else and they'll go, oh my God, I can't believe they look that good. It makes me feel awful now. Or I don't feel like I did. Before, I mean, how do you feel when when you when you you're getting dressed up to go out and you go out and you see other people and you see people in in different clothing? How does it make you feel? Um, sometimes I'm I'm like I'm turning into a proper mom because often I feel really sorry for them because I think, oh, do you have to like do all that to yourself? Yeah, because I think some people to and it's sad because I know a lot of like Generation Z and a lot of people that I work with and are friends with. It's all about plastic surgery now and like putting lots of Dogs stuff off. on and and I've been through that whole like phase of way too much makeup, false eyelashes, and I don't judge. But my thing is that I actually think, wow, it, what a sad world we are in that people feel like they have to have those things yeah. to just show their face without a filter. Um but I'm always stuck in the middle because I'm kind of like, but I'd prefer them to share their face and share their voice, even if they want to be filtered, than them not. But at the same time, I think we've all kind of got this perfect Instagram reality of what we think people look like or act like. Or well, going on, like. going on that, it's like the, the, the situation that we were in when we went to that uh, health spa. And we're, and we're in this health spa, and it's quite well known in, in, in Harrogate. And... People go there, they chill out, but a lot of what I call young Instagrammable models go because they like to take pictures of themselves walking into the pool and they do little videos. So I was having a look one and I was saying, oh, look at this. And I mean, I'm walking about with my belly out because, you know, I've got to a point now where I'm not bothered. And uh, the way I I look at myself now, the way that I look is I am what I am. And I'm lucky enough to be able to be confident enough to show my body you know, in a pair of shorts, it doesn't bother me. I know I've got a big belly. I know I've got big man boobs. I've got mirrors in my house. Uh, and I use humour and comedy to deflect away from people taking the mick out of out of me, don't I? Yeah. And what I but did... sometimes I do think on that note, you deflect. And when I'm not ever thinking things, I noticed you did that when we first met. And I was thinking, because to me, you're perfect. And... You don't see a loved one like that. I'm yeah. not analysing you. It's. I, I think it's just people find coping strategies, don't they? And, and, and unfortunately, sometimes there are some cruel people in the world. There are people that will pick at you and, and, and giggle at you and, and make comment and pass judgment without even talking to you. Obviously, I get it a lot because of what I do with a job with eating takeaways, people say, oh, you're fat, you're going to kill yourself and all this. But I do look after myself. I've always been a big lad. And I'm at a weight where, you know, for, for my size and my age, I'm, I'm, it's quite healthy, to be honest. It's, it's not as healthy as it could be. I'm not saying, yeah, go out there and get like me. But for what I have been in the past, I'm a lot healthier than what I was. Now, going back to the, the, the Instagrammable thing, 
they were doing all these videos going in and I had a look on Twitter and I looked at all these videos and they were all getting four to five K. I thought, do you know what? I can do this. Why am I not having a go at this? So I says to Sophie, grab phone, and I'm walking down, dirt, 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 strutting, massing the phone over to you, giving it all this with my man boobs. Put it on, 50k, people loved it. Yeah. Because it was just some normal bloke doing what everybody wants to do. Don't be judged. And do you know what I find is, you see people, so you go to a, you know, you go to a Blackpool or Filey or somewhere like that, and, and people are covering up, and they're a bit, oh, I don't know, oh, I don't know. But when you get to Benners, and they've had a few beers, that's it, tops off, they're in pole, they're absolutely blathered, they're like, yeah, I'm never going to see them again, it's all right. But we should be able to feel comfortable in his own skin, no matter where we go and what we do. So being socially awkward, because other people are making you feel uncomfortable, let's just try and knock it out. One, let's be kind to people, and two, when you're out, try not to overthink stuff, try not to overthink, because, you know, somebody else, they might look the way they do, because they feel socially awkward, because they've pumped themselves full of all this face filler and they've put all this makeup on, they've got, you know, dresses or suits on or whatever, you know, they've been and had the teeth done, turkey and all this, and it's like, that wants they, they want to feel good. And if yeah. that's what makes them feel good, go for it, you know, but don't do it because you think that's what people need because, you know, you've got friends and family around you, just talk to somebody and say, do I really need to do this? Yeah, and I think, like you say, it's having those people around you. So now I'm with you a lot and we go out and about, you're like my safety comfort blanket in a way because I know no matter what, we'll be on our own little bubble and have fun. Yeah. So we, we, like, we're making a joke, weren't we, the other day about going to certain kind of Instagrammable places abroad yeah, yeah. and going, like, we might do something novel and go and just have fun and have a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like rather than just posing and stuff, we'll just go and party and just look yeah. daft and be daft. Because I've I've seen it, obviously doing 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 what we do and and, and being online. Like I say some people they'll pay hundreds of thousands of pounds to fly abroad to go to some beach club to sit there and have thirty photos for their Instagram, looking like they're they're a million dollars, and that's what they believe. And that's it, that's an order to them. And I'm like, nah, man, you need to get out, get out, pull, have a relax, go for the walk, see lo- local culture, try the food. You know, but again, it's people's different perception of what they want to do in life, isn't it? And, and how they want to do it. And if, and if somebody's spending that kind of money going over just to have photos to make them feel good, if that's what makes it right for them, so why be it. not? Exactly. And I think it's all about what your aims are. So when you're going out, if you have an aim, like a little target or goal, so like with this, it might be, let's just laugh until we wet our sins. Um, but not a goal to wet myself. Cause not I wet not myself really, up. love. I've never um, planned to go out and pee myself. But it might be that you want to go out to see someone you love. You might want to go out and get some fresh air. Just setting yourself little goals each day. And just taking one step at a time. Yeah. So I used to have it. I used to have headphones like watch I'm wearing for this podcast, big headphones, and I would not go out without them because I had to shut out the world to be able to deal with yeah. walking through. So I felt invisible if nobody could see or hear me. So I used to put these headphones on, and I know, I know a lot of people have that with their glasses or the cat. You used to do it when I got with you, you know. When I first got with you, I noticed that you did certain things just to block out and like the. Like, even when people are around, 
you'd put music on and you'd turn it up so you could block out sound from others and then you focus on what you're doing. But I want to tell you a story now. So I, I did a, I rated a takeaway. It was only last night. And I did something different where I rated a takeaway that, because that, it's rate my takeaway and I've never rated a takeaway where I've been to. So I went to one of my local ones. Now, I stopped filming at this point because obviously I, I, I didn't want people to know too much, but I'll, I'll let you into a little bit of it. Uh, the bloke said to me in the takeaway shop, he says, Hi, Danny. He says, Where have you been? He says, What has been going on? He said, Because I've not seen you for ages. And, and, and you know, you used to order every night. And I'm like, Yeah, mate, I've got myself out of a hole. And he's like, What What do you mean? And I'm like, I got to a point in my life where I just couldn't be bothered to cook, couldn't be bothered for certain parts of self care within myself. So I just took an easy route and I'd like get in, I'd cook for kids and then I'd just order a pizza, order a burger, order a kebab. And I like this place. And he's like, for, I mean, obviously for him, it's, it's a dint in his business. That's I think that's what he was trying to get at. But when I explained to him that, you know, yeah, I still order and I order like probably once a fortnight from him now or something like that instead of, you know, probably four or five times a week. But it was because before I were in a, I were in a dark place and I just needed... That bit of help, which which you gave me to pull me out of there, and not say to me, "Don't have takeaways," because you've never said that. It's the fact that you know we'll, we'll we'll cook a meal or we'll go out for something and we'll go to a restaurant, which is a lot healthier than, than what I was having. But it just goes to show that he he knew that I used to have obviously takeaways all the time from him, but never knew why. Yeah, and it, it were all to do with my mental well-being at the time, because I'd just got no drive. I could not be bothered, and I just wanted to sleep, eat and sleep, and that was it. So, thank you for that. Aww. And it just it just brought it back to me yesterday a little bit, the, the reasons why. You know, and I've, I've lost, it's like, obviously since meeting you, I've lost a bit of weight, and, and people are, oh, I bet you she's got you on exercise, I bet you're doing this, and it's not, it's just lifestyle. Yeah. Lifestyle changes. What I've, ding, Lifestyle changes, what I've done for the better, which because sometimes you get yourself into a routine or a way of life and you don't realise what damage you're doing to yourself physically or mentally, don't you? And I think we were both on the opposite ends of the spectrum when it came to that kind of thing as well, because talking about having comfort blankets, I know a lot of my eating disorders behaviours have stemmed from that by, I remember saying once to a therapist, I just want to be so thin where I'm invisible. Yeah. And that was part of my aim was to be invisible and just to be tiny and that's all I could focus on because then I could go out. I could go out and I could face the world if I was invisible. Yeah. And the thing is, you'll never be invisible. And you not never why should. You're like this. No, no, I'm not while I've got pregabelly. But but it's much more than just weight. It was my feeling of feeling invisible. Yeah. But then since I've met you, people go, why are you, oh, you're jumping on YouTube bank wagon. Well, you don't mind me saying I started yeah. way before you yeah, were yeah, like you a did. veteran when it comes to YouTube. Yeah. But the difference was I had so much rubbish happen in lockdown that I went quiet yeah. and I went into but myself. But the thing is, you've not jumped onto nothing to deal with what I do. Other with, than you. <laughs> we rate my takeaway. This is stuff that we do together what we enjoy, and it's like this, you know, we've said many a times that, that we are not professionally trained within mental health, all right, 
we're not trained to, to give advice or anything like that. What what this is about is us giving you our experiences and how we've dealt with it, coping mechanisms, what we've used. Uh, and it's just, I just love the fact that we can do all this together. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's enjoyable. And then the comments that we get back off people, some people like it, some people don't. Um, you know, that's that's just the way the world is. And that is all about what we do and And I think that's a good analogy for when you are getting out and about yeah there'll be the odd person who may judge you and they may judge your pizza shoes or your transformers top or (laughs) or my big gappy smile and do you know but actually way more people need you out there being yourself just being you and it's focusing on those people so when I gave a talk yesterday that's what I was saying it is focusing on all these fabulous messages those that love you've got around you, those people who want to see you and you need it in this world. And just forgetting you Nora down the road who isn't out and about doing things, isn't pushing herself, forgetting her judgment because actually it really does not matter. You know, do you know what it is? I think the 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 biggest judgment that you face in life is judgment of yourself from yourself. And you know I think the biggest demon that you've got is your own mind. Your own mind can sometimes play tricks on you and make you think that things are this way and that way and they're not. And it's like, I know that, you know, when I first met you, obviously you're pregnant now and you look absolutely stunning and you're just flourishing and people comment on this all the time and I think you're absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. And when I met you, you know, you were at a decent weight but you kept saying things like, oh, am I, am I getting fat? And I'm thinking, are you off your napper here? You know, and then you had a profile picture with you in a red dress and you still use it. And I hate it. I yeah. absolutely, and, you, and I've told you this, you like it. Oh, no, I think I've changed it all yeah, now. Yeah, but, but you liked it and you thought that that is how you should look and you were really like thin and chiseled and it's not, that was not the person that I met, if you know what I mean. I'm looking at it and thinking that is completely different. And when I've seen pictures of you when you were ill and you were really, really thin, I'm like, oh, my God. You know, if that's if, if you want to, to be thin and that's the look that you want as long as it doesn't damage your health, then I'm all right with that. But I like you the way that you are, the way that you was. You know what I mean? I think you, you, you look beautiful and that's the thing. Sometimes one person will think that you look great that way. Somebody else will think you will look great that way. And we shouldn't put as opinions onto people. But it's like sometimes if it's for the good. So when you said to me, oh, yeah, I want to be that thin, I'm like, I'll be honest with you, I don't think you look healthy like that. Yeah, I don't and think I wasn't. You look as vibrant like that. Uh, I think you look healthier and happier the way you was when I met you and how you are now. Yeah. Than, than to what. And, and it's like me. There's a picture of me and you when we're at the bowling alley, right? And my God, do I look bad. I look like Shrek with a big red head stood over you like this. And I look at that and I think, do you know what? Yeah, I've lost a bit of weight and I'm glad that I have. But I don't, I don't want to lose anymore because I'm, I, I like to be that big, yeah. happy-go-looking guy. And I that, think and the that's only me. thing with me, and it's probably the same with you when you see me looking really thin... When I've seen photos of you, it's when you look ill and poorly yeah. that I think, 
oh no that I'm so glad that that's changed not because it would change how I feel about you whatever you look like but the fact that I want you to be healthy and is to have a long-lasting relationship and life yeah and for our kids to be healthy and so just to see you that makes me so happy but like you were saying we're our worst like own self-critics and we had this thing that we'd say at church so do you know how you always talk like love you thy neighbor as you love yourself well we always turned it around because often we love our neighbor but we don't love ourselves so we say love yourself as you love thy neighbor so the way you treat other people and that you show love for show that love to yourself because you deserve it yeah and that's what i think and I spent a lot of time where I'd go out and I'd buy a nice T-shirt and I'd do it and then I'd buy a nice pair of shoes and that. But then I'd just go home and sit on the sofa and, and just, well, to be honest, I should have been going out, socialising, going going out and meeting people and doing stuff, but I want and, and so it was all pointless. Stuff I was getting were pointless because it was just hung up in a wardrobe doing out and then now I'm stuck with you. <laughs> I'm kidding. But yeah, so I think, you know, we'll bring it to a close this week and it's been nice to talk about it. I hope that, you know, me and Sophie shared some stuff there that people can relate to, that you can look at and think, do you know what, I've been there. Uh, you know, and if you struggle, there's plenty of people out there. You've got mind, you've got Samaritans and there's loads of charities that can help. Just pick up the phone and talk to people. Don't sit there alone. Yeah, uh, and, and even comment, if you're watching this, comment with your goals. Do you know like- Yeah make a commitment i'm gonna go on a five minute walk a day or i'm gonna do something each day that's realistic and that you can build up on because honestly it'll do you the world of good but if you do need help to make those first steps don't be afraid to seek it because honestly you're not alone in this so thank you so much for listening taking part commenting we really appreciate it and we will see you next week when next all week, the wedding stuff. We will be Mr. and Mrs. for proper. All right. And, and uh, do you know what? I reckon next week's Mental Love podcast could, could possibly be uh, because we're going to have to record it before. In fact, no, we won't be Mr. and Mrs., will we? Because we're going to have to record it before we get married. So it'll be the one after. So we might talk about nerves. Yeah, because I, I do feel anxiety. butterflies yeah, in my belly. Get in there, innit? So, right, guys, well, peace, love, shimmies. See you soon, guys. See you soon, guys.